Hey guys, in this episode, I talk about traveling, some essential tips about traveling with other mofos, otherwise known as other people or persons, uh, depending on how they identify. Maybe they identify as what some people would call an attack helicopter. Maybe they identify as whatever that they would like to, maybe a car, other type of vehicle. Uh, regardless of their identification, the uh, it's really important that you travel with the right people. So I will go through some of my own travel experiences and tell you what I think are some important ways to look at when you travel. Don't just pick anybody and go. By the way, go to my website, check out some blogs, articles that I write for myself, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. Follow my Twitter, tstuch1. Follow my uh, Instagram, Taylor. And that's it. Uh, oh, yeah. And you can email me at tayradio1 at gmail.com. T-A-Y-R-A-D-I-O, number one at gmail.com. Watch my periscopes. Watch me on Periscope, mofos. T-Stutch1. That's it. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. So uh, let's talk a little bit about travel, travel, travel. I know it's been on my mind lately, um, partially because obviously I just got back from a uh, trip across the world and I'm going to go back to Taiwan, going to move there for a little bit. Um, you know, I don't I don't get it. Uh, some people, my, my dad thinks I'm going to move there for a year. He thinks I might end up staying like, not forever, but you know, he jokes that I'll be there for a long time. Um, for me, I honestly have no idea. I could see it going from uh, a couple of uh, months to six months to a year. But anyway, what I want to discuss in this segment is traveling alone and with uh, other people. So I have traveled. Um, my longest period of traveling abroad, I guess, was living abroad. That was in China, and I was technically alone. I didn't travel with anybody um, to there, and I, the people that I became good friends with from my university, I met there. So, and we were all very much on the same playing field, level playing field. Nobody felt like they were having to watch over anybody else. That being said, after that, I went on. Uh, two trips afterwards in 2014 and 2015. In 2014, I went on a trip to Thailand. So I went from me and uh, a guy that was my roommate, one of my roommates in college. Um, we didn't we didn't really know each other that well, but I guess well enough. You know, we were lived together for a little while. So uh, and you know. I, I don't know why, but everyone that I knew thought that I shouldn't travel alone. And so I was like, yeah, I shouldn't travel alone. Maybe it was a good idea. But I remember at the time, uh, me and him went and I had just gotten back from living in China for a year and come back to finish my last year at university. At uni. At uni. I finished my last year at uni. And um, 
he had one more year left and we decided, hey, let's go to Thailand. And I said, let's make a badass trip out of it. Let's go from Thailand and then let's see if we can train around Thailand and go down to Singapore. So that's basically what we did. I do think we added, we took a flight to Malaysia. I'm not, I don't really remember though. But I know for a fact we went to Thailand. We started off in Bangkok. While we were in Bangkok is our second day there is whenever there was a coup. The military took over the government. That was quite interesting. But from the very beginning, I had to watch over this guy. And there were some red flags that showed up. Now, um, I also think that I went a little bit overboard trying to watch over him. I mean, it's funny. The guy was bigger than me, but he just seemed less mature, very introverted. Um, and he had never really been to a place like this before. Uh, he had been to Greece with his parents uh, when he was younger, but never really to Asia. I try to tell people like Asia is a totally different world. Uh, I heard Bill Burr was talking about it the other day on the H3 podcast and the way he described it was perfect. Like it was exactly the way I describe it, which is when you go to Asia, it really is a different world. Um, it's hard to describe. Now, of course, I'm sure it's like that in a lot of parts of the world, but it's just something that we don't get a lot of exposure to it, I think, on the, in the media. And so when you get there, you're like, holy shit, this is, uh, where the fuck am I? Is kind of your, your impression, you know. Um, now, we, on our first night there, you know, he got into, not on our first, second night there maybe, let's just say he went into some fun houses with some ladies, with some ladies, as Bill Burr would say. And from that point on, he like, uh, you know, he hits me up. He's like, oh, hey, man, don't let me, um, don't let me ever do that again. You know, like, uh, I think he, you know, he went into a brothel of some kind and, and he's like, yeah, don't ever let me do that again. And I'm like, all right, all right. So, um, of course, I don't know exactly what he did there and I wouldn't assume he did anything crazy. But uh, whatever he did wasn't too proud of it. And let's just say then there was a, um, let's see, what happened next? Yeah, then there was a time where I noticed as the trip progressed that I feel like he was getting more confident in, in his traveling abilities or his understanding of the landscape that we were in. However... It was just, it was getting out of hand. It was, uh, we, for example, we rented motorbikes in Chiang Mai and we're riding around. And then what happened? Um, as we're riding motorbikes, I noticed that he's starting to get a little bit uh, more reckless. So, like, he's starting to speed around a little bit more. He's just kind of uh, trying, it's almost like he was trying to show off his abilities on the motorbike. Um, and in addition to that, he, yeah, I mean, a lot of it had to do with speed, I would say. I think he was just trying to always move real fast, uh, just like uh, acting as though he knew the landscape better than he did. And we were riding motorbikes with um, some Chinese guys that we met. And it ended up being two Chinese guys and two of us Americans 
but we had three motorbikes. So one of the Chinese guys would hitch a ride with uh, different people. And we went on this awesome, awesome ride. We went up to uh, from Chiang Mai to a place called Pai, which is this um, town up in the mountains north of Chiang Mai, I believe, in northern Thailand. And that was an awesome experience. I wish I could remember more of it. Um, it's so crazy what your mind remembers and what it doesn't. But we rode motorbikes up through the mountains in uh, in Thailand. And while we're going up there, everything's cool. But it's a very windy, windy road. Very windy if you've ever driven in the mountains. And on our way back, my uh, friend has one of the Chinese guys on the back of his motorbike. And he's cruising really fast. And while we were going, I made sure that I was in the back. So we had one guy in the front, one in the middle, one in the back. And uh, we we were kind of organized. And I remember I said, hey, I'll take the rear because I had a really bad feeling about this guy. Like I just remember being like he's acting really reckless because as the days progressed, he was just acting more and more like, hey, I know what I'm doing. I, hey, I know what I'm doing kind of shit, even though he had no idea what he was doing. And um, as we're going down the mountain, you know, there's all these winding roads. And he's going pretty fast. And I'm like, okay, just trying to kind of keep up. But in the rear, kind of watching what's going on. He takes this left turn, but the turn is accompanied by a drop in elevation in the road and just wipes out and uh, he goes rolling across the road the Chinese guy goes rolling across the road and I'm just like God what the fuck you know here we go what are you doing and I remember just being like dude I was so pissed off at him because it was not just himself that he fucked up if it was just himself would have been like dude you're a dumbass but it was he put somebody else's shit in danger and that really made me angry because he knew he was acting crazy he knew he was getting out of hand but he didn't get his shit under control anyway what i'm getting at here is when you travel with other people it can be extremely fucking difficult and um you can get a feeling that you are watching over the person or if you don't agree on where to go then you're going to be in constant conflict with that person and there's more hold on a minute and i will uh get back to you let's run some sponsors here we are back again so i talked about thailand uh yeah basically it was um overall it was not a bad trip you know, there were some really fun moments. Like, you know, riding those motorbikes was kind of crazy and crazy at times when I think about some of the stuff, like how dangerous it was. Of course, that's the difference between being 27, about to be 28, and being 22, 23. Um, even though not a huge difference, you'd be surprised at the difference in age, uh, in maturity. Now, something else is I traveled to Taiwan the first time with a girl female companion and um, it was not pleasant at all so first off here's one thing if you're a guy and you travel with a girl this might come off sexist might come off misogynist but 
any fucking decent dude is going to feel like they have to watch out for their girlfriend, okay? So that's number one. So if you're a guy and you're going to go traveling with your girlfriend, that's one thing, is, you know, make sure you're aware of the dynamic. So if you feel like that your girlfriend does not have, or if it's just a girl that's a friend, whoever you're traveling with, if you feel like they could not really defend themselves or they are pretty vulnerable, that's going to be really tough to travel with somebody like that. Um, We're all vulnerable to a degree, right? It's just some of us are more vulnerable than others. And if you feel like there's a big imbalance traveling with somebody that like, it's like almost like traveling with a kid. Um, Yeah, some people are going to get pissed at that. But it's like if you travel with a kid, to certain parts of the world, you're gonna feel like, oh my god, I gotta I, like you're you're not gonna be able to enjoy yourself as much because it's gonna be like, okay, I gotta watch over this person's life. That's how I felt my first time in Taiwan. I was like, okay, so I gotta watch over this person's life um, to a degree. You know, like it wasn't totally like that, um, especially after some conflicts arose between us. It was like, uh, okay. She's good. I'm a fucking uh, leave her alone for a little bit. You know, that kind of shit. But that's the other thing. So with the guy I traveled with, we didn't clash so much on plans. We didn't clash really on money, though we did at the end because uh, he lost his uh, card and I fronted him money, which I didn't have a problem with, but then he got weird afterwards. Um, But with the girl, there were just lots of clashes. Like we didn't agree on the same kind of food. Uh, we didn't agree on the same kind of traveling. Like I am one of those, when I travel, I like to rough it a little bit. Now, when I say rough it, I mean, it's nothing crazy. I like to stay in hostels. I like to um, walk around all fucking day long, <laughs> you know? Like, that's my kind of thing. I like to either walk around, all, you know, look around at just random shit. I like to chill the fuck out whenever I feel like it. I like to just hang out and talk to people. So that's my thing. I've talked a lot about the experience of traveling and exploring versus going to just see shit and moving on. Not a big fan of just seeing shit and moving on. So if you're traveling with somebody, make sure that you guys are on the same page about how you want to travel. So, um, you know, there's obviously a few things here that I've talked about. One is... Uh, do you feel like you got to watch over this person? Another thing is, are you guys traveling the same way? So some people, like I've met people who are really self-sufficient. Like in Thailand, um, me and my friend, we re- we liked to hang out with some other people we'd meet at hostels. We were both similar like that. We liked hanging out. We didn't really mind about the plans that we made. But there was uh, one or two people we ran into it was actually another girl. I feel like I've noticed this more with women than with men, but, you know, just anecdotal. Um, there was a chick that was cool, very self-sufficient, very independent, going around Thailand by herself. Nobody needed to watch over her ass. But she was like very much um, – uh, we were going to try to travel together and go to a couple places. And she was like, well, I'm going here, then I'm going there, then I'm going there. Um, and it was very much like, well, I'm going to go here, then I got to go there, then I got to go there. And it was all about, I followed her on this app called WeChat. You know, she was Chinese. They all have that app. 
And it was all about getting the right pictures and this, that, and the other. And I remember thinking like, okay, see, this just isn't my style of travel. And I actually think it's not... I feel like for a lot of people, it's not that enjoyable. Um, But you have to really experience different kinds of uh, exploration before you realize that that's not fun. Uh, There are some people in life that like to do things just to say they did them and they will always be the kind that just jump from place to place. I think there are some people that travel um, that just are ignorant or naive of um, what's really the most fun for them. And, uh, you know, and then there are people that have a better understanding of what they like and what they want to do. So that's important is uh, if you're traveling with somebody, you got to be on the same page. Are you guys both cool with just making it up as you go? Are you guys planners? Do you have to have things planned out for the whole fucking trip? Um, you guys probably know my stance on that. I'm not a big fan of planning and having all that stuff mapped out because I think that takes some of the enjoyment out of uh, exploring. And that's kind of how I view travel. I've said so before on previous podcasts that uh, I think when people travel, uh, they're, I, I feel like people underestimate, a lot of people underestimate the rejuvenation that you get from uh, exploring and not overcomplicating your schedule because, you know, I actually don't know the reason. All I can say is that for me, the most rejuvenating travel that I ever had was when there was minimum planning. Uh, And it could be because that's just my personality. It could be because of my life, everybody's life, I think, in the U.S. If you're going to make it in the U.S. and in many parts of the world, civilized world, you just have to be very structured. Um... You know, whether you have a job or a business or your contract or whatever, you got to be pretty fucking disciplined and scheduled about what you want to do and what you're going to do. And going to a place and just not having a schedule, I think, is refreshing, um, helps you kind of get back in touch with different parts of yourself. So, you know, that's my opinion on that. That's how I feel. Uh, but yeah, so if you're going to travel, Think about the person you're going to travel with. Uh, I personally wonder, I've never really gone traveling with a big group except when I was in uh, China. I Now, when I was in China, I was by myself, but I traveled to Shanghai with a group of people from my college, and that was really fun. That was really, really fun, but uh, we kind of split off into two groups. Once again, I'm going to make an, uh, a, an observation here. The girls... There were a few girls, a couple girls. They had plans about going out and doing very specific things. And then the guys, we just fucking uh, just did shit. So we just got up and we're like, hey, walked around, ate some food, went into some cool places, saw some cool things, went out and partied at night. The girls came with us at night. But it was one of those things where we didn't really plan it out. Um, and it was really fun. We all vibed pretty good with each other. We all vibed pretty good. But uh, I and I think with a bigger group, not a huge group, but I'd say maybe like three to uh, five people, maybe anywhere from three to five people, um, as long as 
you can go with the flow and you don't feel like you're being walked into a really bad situation, I think that can be really fun as well. So that's what I got to say on this Friday edition. So far, hope you guys enjoy. Talk to you next time.